not me. That's not me. Not oh, that's me. not you. You confused me with the uh, the other podcaster guy, uh, Wadcast podcast that you did with Eddie. If oh, sorry, it's okay. I thought you also live in Malibu, or you stayed in Malibu. No, sir. No. I am about three hundred miles north of him in a small okay. town called Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa Cruz. That's yes, where sir. Shane, and that's good. Yes, sir. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good to see you. Yeah. Same. Um, well, well, you're in Las Vegas right now. I am. Yes. Correct. Uh, Christian. Yeah. Tutska. Yeah. Tutsku. We say in German. What? We say Tutsku. Say it again. Very hard for you to say. Say it. Tutske. Tutske. Tut yeah, yeah, very good. Ah, uh, you just gave up on me. <laughs> no, I know I didn't. Uh, um, what time did you wake up this morning? I wake woke up like thirty minutes ago. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, guys, we are so lucky to have Christian on the show today. Basically, what's going on this weekend is the World Championships for High Rocks. I know most of you know um, what High Rocks is because of the amazing Hunter uh, McIntyre, who's a frequent guest of the show and a great gentleman, a great sportsman, and a, just a great role model uh, for all yeah. of human humanity. Uh, and, and, and the High Rocks event's an, an incredible event. Um, I'll, I'll run through it real quick. It's a, it's a thousand meter run, a thousand meter skier, thousand meter run, 50 meter sled push, a, a heavy sled. I might add for the big boys. It is, uh, 175 pounds, then a thousand meter run, then a sled pool, 50 meters, 125 kilograms, then run a thousand meters. Then this one's brutal. Uh, burpee broad jumps, 80 meters, uh, run a thousand meters row a thousand meters, run a thousand meters, farmer carry 200 meters uh, with two heavy kettlebells, run a thousand meters, lunge 100 meters with a 45 pounds uh, sandbag on your shoulders, run a thousand meters, and then a hundred wall balls. Fastest time in the world is around 55 minutes by the great Hunter McIntyre. And then regular human beings like me do it in three hours and the, and the slowest time maybe in the world is three hours and 35 minutes, which is also a uh, as anyone who does fitness knows is an impressive feat just to be on your feet that long. When I heard that number, I thought, Oh, I'd like to see Hunter do it in three thirty-five. Like literally. <laughs> okay. Let's leave you out there for three hours and 35 minutes. See what happens to you. I mean, it's crazy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Correct. I mean, it's impressive what we see because we have every ability of athletes, uh, as you say, from 55 minutes, which is unbelievable. And, you think it's impossible for a human being other than a hunter uh, and up to three hours and, tw and something. So that's, that's the whole idea of high rocks that everyone can do it. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Infinitely scalable. Everyone is welcome. The largest indoor participatory event in the world. Uh, how, what uh, Christian, what's the, what's the minimum, what's the smallest venue you've done it in smallest amount of square feet. Uh, it was roughly around hundred thousand square feet. Oh, that's, that's the smallest. Yeah, that's the, roughly the smallest. <laughs> we have. So it's really, really big. So usually we do it at hundred and fifty thousand to two hundred thousand feet. So a square feet. Uh, let's go. I want to go back a little bit. Um, you you're born in Germany. I am. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. One more thing before I go back to your childhood. This okay. event is this event. Um officially starts today right the whole the the, the world championships yes. kind of weekend absolutely uh well today we have the opening ceremony we have amazingly 1200 athletes from 22 countries 
uh, that travel to Las Vegas, like literally everyone is not from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, of course, we have the. Um, Do you have any now. Armenians? Any Armenians? Uh, unfortunately, not because it would actually mm-hmm. open the op- uh, the award ceremony. But uh, we have Australia and Austria, so uh, oh, it starts with an A. I like that. Okay, good, good. Yeah, next year, next year. But yeah, that's uh, today is the opening ceremony. Then tomorrow is race day. At from eight thirty onwards, we have in every age group. Uh, and as you know, everyone is doing exactly the same. We have uh, all the world championship divisions, and then the big, the final highlight of the season and of the day is 6 p.m. What we call the Elite 15. These are the best 15 male and female athletes across the season. So this is when Hunter McIntyre uh, is racing it out head to head with the other 14 best guys, uh, and the women do the same. Uh, it's almost like at the same time. So. Uh, it's a stadium concept setup is a little bit different for this event now than the other uh, age group events. Uh, it's really great to watch. It's, it's up one hour, as you said. Uh, so everyone is welcome to come out. If you coincidentally you are in Las Vegas, which can happen, uh, and you want to see some amazing fitness, uh, yeah, everyone is invited and everyone can spectate. Uh, is this um, is this correct? Is this good morning in um, German? Yeah. Guten Morgen. Yeah, very correct, actually. It is. Wow, wow! I thought they were just making fun of you. Okay, well, good. No, good. no. Uh, my, um, that's what my uh, audience does. They just make fun of me and the guest the entire time. That's that was. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> um. Uh, so six p.m. May fourteenth. That's tomorrow in Las Vegas. How much are the tickets if I want to come watch? It's uh, 20 bucks for uh, come, but that's for the whole day, of course. Um, there's also beer and wine <laughs> if you want to have some entertainment next to the racing. But I think people will be thrilled. It's really, it's one, apparently, it's one race, right? From uh, which kicks off, starts at six, and then finishes one hour later. It's, it's very exciting. It's very close, head to head racing. Great to watch. Uh, yeah, everyone is invited to come out. And in, in, in the way I'm told, the way this event is set up and from what the little bit I've gleaned from the internet is you can follow – it's kind of – there's a little bit of a golf component, um, meaning I, we can – you at the start, you can be there with your beer, and when Hunter takes off, you watch him take off on the 1,000, and then you can switch positions and get closer to the sled push. Then he runs the 1,000, and then the audience can move closer to the sled pull. You can get different vantage points to see um, where they do the movements other than the running. Absolutely correct. Actually, that is a great expression, Siron. <laughs> I never, I never have used that before, but it's exactly what it works like this. When you watch your your family or friends or whoever is racing, you go from workout to workout with them because this is how we have designed the whole setup. So you are always very close to the next workout, uh, and of course, you see them on the run as well. But uh, that's why you are. It's very intense and. Other than any other mass participation event where usually you see them at the start and then whatever, one hour later when they finish for a few seconds, you really, really uh, see the whole race and can follow everyone. Are, um, are there any characters? Uh, we know Hunter McIntyre is a character, and, and I'm guessing I, – I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but I'm guessing he's brought a lot of attention just because of his personality and his efforts to get out there. Do you have any other characters forming, um, like whether they're pe- – like you know, like CrossFit has uh, Dave Castro, right? And yeah. they have Nicole Carroll, and then they have Rich – they have these different people. Or like football – football kind of has some people too, but their faces are covered, so you just kind of get the quarterbacks, <laughs> you know? Um are, are there are there other people who are 
characters forming within your community so that there's sort of a narrative? Yeah, because it's hard finding stuff about you. It's hard stuffing stuff about you, Christian. Really? Tutske, 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 tutske. No, we have we have an, a large number of characters. You find every kind of people. It's we are already a very international sport, so it's it's very interesting to see how different the people are. Uh, it was very funny. I so unfortunately, our reigning world champion, who's a German guy, Tobias Lautwan. He, oh yes, Tobias Lautwan. Tobias Lautwan. He's injured, so he's not able to race. Unfortunately, but he was just a video message. And he's exactly 100% the opposite of Hunter McIntyre. So he's like very German, very, like very, very focused. <laughs> I don't want to say dry or dry humor, but uh, no, but we have, yeah, it's, we are working on faces, of course. Uh, we have uh, Sarah Colty is a very interesting figure from Germany at the, in the women's race. Uh, she has quite interesting stories to tell. Um, we have, well, my partner is a very charismatic guy, uh, Moritz Hürste. He's, he created the whole uh, Hyros concept together with me, and he's a two-time Olympic gold medalist. And uh, Wow. Kind of a little, how do you say, sports celebrity in Germany. You don't uh -huh. know. You don't know. You don't know him in the U.S., but... Uh, What were his know. events? What were his events, Christian? Yeah, I, I don't want to say it because you... Probably you don't know what kind of a sport this is. Actually, he won... <laughs> he, was, he was the best field hockey player in the world. Ah, yeah, I know field hockey. I know you field know hockey. That? Yes, yes, yes. We had yes. a couple of... In, in the U.S., we had a couple of discussions with people there. Uh, what is this? Uh, um, hockey. And, uh, it's, it's, ice hockey. No, no, it's not ice hockey. It's actually... The same, but not on not, not on the ice. There, eh? never yeah. heard about the sport. However, uh, maybe Armenians play it. I don't, I'm not so sure. If, it, if it's inexpensive, the, the Armenians play it. Um, it can uh, be you... very expensive. It depends. Oh, okay. Well, then they don't play it. Um, a Christian also, um, for those of you who don't know, is a an and I'm sure a bunch of you don't know, is an extremely accomplished decathlete. Uh, he tried to make the 1988 Olympics. Uh, at the time, he was like sixth or uh, seventh best in Germany at the decathlon. Um, and and then and then you and then you stayed in that world and you pivoted to 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 starting your own events, right? Your your first event was a cycling event. Is that correct? Uh oh, did I lose you? Is your internet bad, Christian? No, I'm here. Yeah, it was oh, a little did bit. You Uh, did, did you did you hear any of that so so your first of so in 1988 you you had aspirations of going to the olympics yourself i have uh, i had yeah yeah indeed uh, i did the decathlon but unfortunately at that time germany was the strongest na nation in the world with regards to the decathletes so i think we had uh, like the top three next to daily thompson so the older people in the room might know the name he's a was a, a famous UK icon, uh, two, two times gold medal winner in decathlon at the games. And it was wow. very hard to qualify. You only have three positions, right? Uh, uh, every country can maximum send three athletes to the games. And it's a very hard work. It's a lot of training with no money involved when you're not really on the world's top. And so I, I had to give up relatively young because I had the feeling I would probably not make it. And I have to make some money, so I, unfortunately, this dream never came came true. But 
I then joined the Olympics later because of my job uh, multiple times. So I had a little bit of Olympic, of Olympic feeling. Tell me about your job that 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 had you um, cross paths with the Olympics again. Well, I my career is my whole career is in creating sport events and and creating sport products and 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 sell them. Uh, so I. That's a funny story. I'd never had to plan to be in the sports mm-hmm. industry. So I like I studied macroeconomics and I worked at an advertising agency, which I thought was quite boring. Uh, but we had a client and the client said, it was an energy company in Germany. And they said, we made a research and it came out that cycling can be uh, a very interesting sport for us. And can you not do something with cycling? And, Advertising agencies say, "Yeah, what they want an event, but we, but how stupid is that idea? We we are producing commercials." And I thought this is actually quite interesting. And I wrote down a concept for a cycling event that was brand new and was a new approach, though it was, as you know, a very traditional sport. It's really big in Europe. I think, meanwhile, also in the US, but Tour de France and everything. And I called it Marathon on Wheels. Uh, so I. Which was funny at that time. It was the first event ever who said we combined pro racing and and everybody like a mass participation cycling event, and we closing the streets of Hamburg. And the funny story was so I presented this in the in, at the agency, and the, uh, the, everyone said, "What is no never never what a stupid idea this is." And so I gave it a little bit uh, off the record. I presented this concept to the chief marketing officer. And he liked it so much that he only called me if I can organize it. And suddenly I had to do an event with, and I had no idea I was. What year was this, Christian? What year was this? 1995. Okay. I was young. I had absolutely no idea. So I had to create a company and I I organized this event, which then became one of the biggest cycling events in the world. Uh, And now uh, today you have mass participation cycling events everywhere. Uh, Did that energy company end up selling that event? No, uh, I I owned the, I used to own the IP and and the race and everything. Oh they just, wow! Is a founding partner, headline sponsor. Who they was the, the energy company? Was yeah okay, but they trusted me and they gave me like I think it was four hundred thousand Deutschmark at that time, uh-huh. uh, and I had yeah that's how I started suddenly being in this game of creating sport events and i always from the start i I, what we call mass participation events so where you bring pro athletes and thousands of everybody's every average shows to the start line which of course the marathon marathon events were already getting very popular at that time but it was still the very beginning of all of that there was no obstacle racing there was nothing right cycling had no mass participation element at that time and then yeah so i got into this then I started my own company, and we were doing producing a lot of cycling events. And I got into triathlon. Tell me the name of that company. Sorry, tell me the name of that company. It's still the same name, Absolute Sports. Yeah, and- Absolute Sports with, with UP at the beginning, little word game. Uh, it, it, so it's it's kind of an IMG. Yes, correct. A European but, version. Yeah, correct. Okay, and, and, and were and were your events focused primarily in Europe? At that time, yes. And then I sold that company to a French media giant. 
uh, called Lagardère. Uh, people will not know it, but they use they own L magazine stuff like this. And the the owner wanted to get it to sport, and he wanted to compete with IMG. So he okay. invested massive amount of money to buy a lot of companies, uh, put them together, and wanted to create one of the leading sports marketing companies in the world. Yeah, competing with IMG on the same level, and then so he also acquired my company, and then. Uh, I had to stay and I became the CEO of what we called Lagardère Events. So we acquired a lot of sport events from tennis, uh, golf, PGA, ATP. Wow. Uh, friendlies and a lot. And we created a large amount of mass participation events then everywhere in the world. So that's when I started to work in global responsibility, which was very interesting because you learn about how different the countries are and how similar they are. Uh, and I did this for some years, and then I said, but I always wasn't more an entrepreneur, so not really the t- typical corporate guy. So I sold, I stepped out of that t- 2016 because I had this idea of creating something in fitness, uh, and that was the birth hour or whatever, however you want to call it, of Hyrox. Uh, so I had this idea for a while, and I started to develop it further, and then I said, I want to do that. So I left the corporate world and started absolute sports again uh same name different company no uh, shit same name and uh but we only do hyrox so it's we can also call the company hyrox it's we have only one idea one product one determination and that's to change the world of fitness a little bit with with our product has anyone tried to buy it from you already uh yes yes good congratulations <laughs> and, and 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 you're not ready to sell it well, we have a we have an investor on board mm-hmm. uh, because what we do requires, especially in the beginning, funding uh, because we want to like we want to create a global movement, a global sport. So we want to be in the next. We already are in eight markets uh, in the US and in Europe, but we want to be in every relevant country in the world in the next four years. And so, what does that mean? Eight markets. What does a market mean? Oh, that's a country or a region. So we, uh, when I mean eight markets, it's Germany, Austria, Switzerland, the UK, uh, the Netherlands, um, Scandinavia next season, uh, the United States of America. So, but that's what we call what we call markets. Uh, uh, um, t- t- anyone who this is this is um, one of the interesting things. So I I worked over at CrossFit Inc. for fifteen years. I was in charge of the media over there from the beginning to to till I got fired till Greg Greg's old company and the new team fired me. I was part of the toxic culture. And um, one of the greatest things about um, things that pop up on that started popping up um, in the fitness ecosystem is you have all these people going to these affiliates and they have nowhere to express their fitness. So something like Hyrox comes up and it's like, yeah. I have to assume, I mean, it seems like the thing that all my friends would, would want to do because they need a place to express their fitness, right? You do all of this training and there's nowhere to express it. And to do CrossFit for the sake of CrossFit, I mean, sure, fine. Uh, uh, but what, what, a, what a nice thing to have. Is, that, is, the, is there any separation in the communities or is it just one, is, it, is this whole thing there's like, it seems like everything's just kind of blending together now. I mean, you see a ton of CrossFitters also doing, oh, thank you. You see a ton of CrossFitters like also doing marathons, half marathons, right? You see them entering weightlifting competitions. Hyrox almost seems like the perfect place for a car- CrossFitter to test themselves. Well, 
No, 100%. It's definitely blending in a way that I think what we see now, which is getting bigger, is the sport of fitness, uh, mm -hmm. the way that everyone finds a competition that suits you. Uh, that's the difference. Uh, and we love CrossFit. It's an amazing product. Uh, but I, when we, when I created Hyrox, the approach was always to create something which is a competition that is really open for everyone. It doesn't right, matter right, right, how right. fit and strong you are. Right. Worlds, and this is a different approach. We, we started Hyrox from the beginning purely as an event company that is producing these competitions or these races. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas CrossFit in the beginning was a form of training, right? So right, right, this, right. They had this gym, this CrossFit box concept. It was more like a franchise licensing concept in the beginning. And then, uh, but no, no, not really. Not yeah? really. No, no, sir. Yeah, but then no. they created, you know, I just want to say, like I said, it's, it's amazing, but they created the events, and the events are more based around elite events. So, right, right. The best right. of the best, uh, and they come together and do this. Um, so everything at CrossFit was, um, believe it or not, I, this is maybe going to sound a little um, hard to believe. Everything was on accident. No, no, I, I, no, hundred percent, I believe it. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just like, I hey, know. let's work. It, it was like, it was like if um, you had unprotected sex with your wife. Yeah, I know. Then you had a baby. Oh shit! It was an accident. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know, it was just it's just powerful forces coming together christian and and the rest was an accident okay 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 no 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 i, <laughs> I, look at this, I know immediately that it was never planned from the beginning that it will end up like this so the way how the events are structured etc i think it was us just coming i don't know someone came up with that and then bang this is something we take so uh we uh tried from this is a different approach from the beginning and uh what i believe is that fitness events which and i have to say what this means because what is fitness of course Please. when you run a marathon it's fitness too and if you do Please. an obstacle race it's fitness too yes what i mean is gym fitness if is that does it make any sense as an expression so what people do in a gym which means you have barbells you have whatever sleds you have dumbbells yeah lap pull down you machine where you run and that's the point of course uh, the majority of the people that are a member in a gym are not lifting weights. Uh, this is simply the reality. So they, most of the people run and do functional fitness. Uh, but you know, when you go Equinox or whatever, F45, Barry's Bootcamp, Orange Theory Fitness, whatever, name it, LA Fitness. Um, so we believe, and, and that's in the first place when we created that, we created it for everyone who's not doing CrossFit because CrossFit is an amazing product, great community, and they have this community thing and they have these kind of competition. They have, you have the workout of the day. You can do the open. And if you are really, really good, you can go to the regionals or to one of the top events. But uh, we believe that there are millions and millions of people uh, below or outside of CrossFit that also love fitness and go to the gym every, whatever, four or five times a week. And now, that was our first target group, and now we they have an event. So we say it's a, they have a purpose to train for. But right. funnily, of course, we see a lot of CrossFit members coming to our events because they love it too. Uh, they, of course, of course. They I try mean, something of course, different. yes. Try something different. And when I talk to also like professional CrossFit athletes, they think it's a great thing to, to, to add to your training because it's more cardio-based. It gives, you know, it's it's – 
definitely increasing your your capacity, your cardio capacity, and everything, which helps you also in in, in shorter, more uh, crossfit uh, workouts that are dramatically shorter, uh, more and like super intense. But uh, so it, it's it's blending for sure, and we see we. We bring this a little bit together with coming people coming from the from the OCR community, from triathlon, from marathon running. But a lot of people are really new because they were just going to the gym and they never had a, a competition where they exactly do what they train in the gym, and the event is based around that. And I think that's a new thing and why it, it's really really it's picking up so well. Yeah, it, it's um, it's infinitely scalable. Also which is um brilliant right like uh, let's say i i could do 10% of everything i could reduce the run to 100 meters i could cut the reps down um by by 90% and i could just make it just a quick workout i do at my house yeah so we had a lot of i had a lot of print on narratives or principles when i put this together which took a long time there's actually quite a lot of science behind it so it's not actually uh, this random as you said at crossfit it was just accident it was accident. not an accident it, it's not created by accident uh so we i also wanted to create it what i call some of the healthiest sports in the world you can do because when you talk to to experts and everything it's important that you a healthy sport is something where you don't do certain movements like in a very very large amount of the time so only one always the same movement nothing else that is is always good in the beginning and then becomes a problem after a while. You need to mix different stuff in your training. If you can be really good and you can be competitive without the absolute need to, to do something with max weights, it helps you to avoid injuries. So uh, that's why we created it, that all the workouts, people are asking me why these workouts, because we all these workouts are natural movements. You don't need certain skills for it though to do this like hunter mcintyre it's an unbelievable skill set and 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 requires endless hours of training over years but everyone can push a sled i mean it might take a long time because we have really heavy sleds but uh, you can push a sled you don't need to even you have never pushed the sled you can do it right when you sign up randomly for the race uh and but and the other part is that the whole the distance why is it eight kilometers of running and eight workouts? It's exactly at the borderline of of length that you still can be really well prepared when you do one hour training shifts. You do, you don't need to do the three four hour things, which is socially sometimes really difficult. Like <laughs> in triathlon, so I was also involved in Ironman, etc. You, I mean, you have to basically leave your social life. Right, and you go ah. Now I go for a little ride of six hours, and and I follow yes. by a two hour run. Right. Uh, so, darling, I'm, you see me back in eight hours, uh, which is not a very typical thing. You, which is that really goes good. from training to mental illness, I think. Yeah, well, also you're alone forever on the bikes. So you you have too much time to think about everything. So, and you do you train one hour, and you're really well prepared, and you mix your training as you say. You you can sh- shorten the runs. You you do always this interval training of short runs workouts you, and the cardio part can be rowing can be skiing, not only yeah. running right so yeah, yeah uh, that's what it is and that's i call it the marathon of fitness effect which is as we i think that's know, perfect yeah that's a perfect name for it i, I just want to be 
I just yeah. want to be clear about one thing. Um, just to clarify, and this isn't for you. This is to, for for me out of the respect for CrossFit. the The methodology was not an accident. The business was an accident. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, sure. The me- no, okay, okay. I know what you mean. It's okay. Not, I, don't, I don't mean it. I didn't mean it in a bad way. I okay. Just, okay. Good. Yeah, and I didn't think you did. Um, guys, th- what's so fan? What this this when he says that they're in eight markets. These are the cities that, th- that you can go play in. Dallas, Houston, Boston, Los Angeles, Madison, Chicago, New York, and Denver. They, I think this year alone they've already done th- – you, have you done 30 events already this year or you have 30 total the whole year? Uh, no, this season. So our, our season is always like roughly from October till May. Okay. We did 30 events in our eight markets, yeah. So you, and- you can go to – as you know, this is the U.S., schedule but we have every beautiful city in europe on the list from amsterdam madrid london berlin you can actually make go to every amazing city and and do a high rocks event there yeah this is really cool and and what i'm what i'm getting from you and what i'm understanding is this the i'm i don't know what the percentage is so bear with me here i'm, I'm being loose with my tongue but i'm guessing 95 percent of the people who do a marathon do it to check it off the box to complete and, yes. and this is that type of event you don't you don't this is a for a lot of people this is a competition uh, um against yourself you see this list of stuff that you have to do and it looks so daunting <laughs> but it's actually but it's actually doable and not only is it doable but you have one month two month and three month training regiments on your yeah. website that people could follow it's even a great resource for all of the crossfit affiliates so like if you knew that um Hyrox was coming to um dallas and you had an affiliate in dallas you could be like okay guys for the next three months we're gonna have a class that meets every morning at 7 a.m and we're gonna follow this five day a week program that Hyrox has provided and then as a group we're gonna go and compete it or not even compete participate at Hyrox, um do the event and then drink a bunch of beer and, may, and, and take a picture and take a picture with christian <laughs> oh, in, in, our, in front of our Hall of Fame, a wall yes. of fame. Wall but, of fame. Uh, that's exactly the idea, uh, and it it combines the whole gym because everyone can do it, right? And then everyone goes to the competition, and everyone is doing the competition. And as you you might have you know probably also we have, we also offer a double where you do the whole thing together with a partner. Uh, that means okay. that you still run the eight kilometers, but you share the workouts. Okay, it's, de- it's definitely a significantly easier first step into the into a higher. I program. love it. I love it, and it's it's works. This is so successful because you can do it with your wife. So we have mixed. We have men's doubles and women's doubles. So whoever you want your partner is, your friend, you can do it with him, and it's great. You train together. You have a common goal, and but like everyone, right? It's and we have we. Like I said, every abilities of of doubles from super fast to to super slow. But it's everyone is like, okay, we 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 are challenging ourselves next this next weekend, or we do this event, and then like you say, we offer these training programs, and they have a real purpose to train, and they have a focus, and they and they do this together for three months, and it's I think it's it's it's, it's a great or the idea about it. Yeah, it's awesome, um, Christian. What movement was this close to making it into the eight that at the la- that got pushed out? Uh, yeah, we had flipping a tire uh, uh, over like maybe a uh, hundred. <clears throat> um, 
And there are always like physical and logistical reasons why we have not decided to put this in. Uh, because you have to understand, we are, next season we will do 54 events. Uh, they are wow. all really, really large events, and we work like a rock concert tour. So we have like six trucks and trailers, uh, and where all the equipment and everything is on the trucks, and they go from event to event. So if you, we always have to also consider how much volume I need in the truck to for one workout and uh, you know and if you have this massive truck tires uh, to do the tire flip it's it's it becomes like a and lifting something where you with your back and you have to go down and we so we did all the testings right and uh we thought ah that might be dangerous for some people that are not so well trained that they they hurt their back when they do not the right movement uh, or like monkey bars, that was also very close. We tested it out. So you have to do like whatever, like 50, 30 meters of monkey bars or something. But it has to be inclusive. And we Oh, wow. Monkey bars. Okay. And I don't know why, like, but women have a real average women, like not the super fit ones, but they have real issues in, in completing that. So it doesn't matter how much time you give them. They always fail. If it's like the you know, the, uh, the monkey bars. Yeah, if it's 30 oh, meters. When, when we were in school, though, as little boys, they were good at them. Yeah, right. Very good. <laughs> Do you remember that? You're yeah, like, how I are those girls that. doing that? But so we did, there were plenty of other workouts. We did all the tests and, and what is the best. And then you have to combine it in a smart way. So you have to really use every muscle of your body when you do the eight workouts. And you can still discuss it if uh, there we would have it would have been a good idea to maybe do another workout than this one we have right now, but it it works so well and everyone is so happy yeah. with it. And that's very important. It's uniform. It, it's exactly defined how it is. It's a little bit more the Olympic approach to sport. You know, 100-meter running is not a very complex uh, discipline in, in, the, in the first place, but it's extremely complex to run it in 9.5 Right. The barrier to entry is very low. Yeah. But to do it in perfection, it's like it, it's a science, right? It takes right. you it takes you forever. And I mean, it's really more complex than this, but uh, you know what you have to do. And so that's why we, it's, it works as a mass participation event, because people are not scared that we are announcing a workout where they know immediately, okay, I'm out. I can't do that. Uh, it doesn't matter how much time I have. I'm not able to complete that uh, so and so every more average people that average fit they they are scared about something like that so they would they would not come out and do that so we here you know exactly what you have to do even though it's really it's tough it's a real challenge on the day so you uh, have to seriously tough yep definitely prepare yourself to do it which is also we want this accomplishment right that's why i say like marathon running it's nothing you do every Saturday to run a marathon. It's bloody long. It takes, it's, it, it requires training, but you are, everyone is super proud just to finish it. And that's really true. It's amazing if people do this. And if you finish in three hours, it's, you did minimum the same crazy and amazing thing. Like a Hunter McIntyre It's just, it's just a different motivation and a different angle. If anyone if wants I to see that, yeah, it's, say, it's, sorry, say that again. 
to fight yourself through the soul course and yeah, whatever, two hours, uh, that's a great uh, accomplishment. And that's what Hyrux is all about. Uh, tomorrow uh, at 6 p.m., the world championships will start. You can go to the Hyrux anytime. The, the actual uh, party starts today. It's in Las Vegas. What building is, is it? The Las Vegas Convention Center? Correct. Uh, South Hall 3. Las Vegas Convention Center Hall 3. Um, and it costs, it only costs 20 bucks. And man, how exciting would it be? Um, could this be, well, let me, well, I, I want to ask you about Hunter in one second, but what event do you think? I want you to try to read my mind. What movement am I, do I, if I, if I could put a movement in there, I'm sure I would ruin High Rocks. Um, do you know what movement I would put in there as a, as a CrossFitter? What's the what's the movement that all the CrossFitters think is missing? Uh, you, I'm yeah, guessing. you definitely would wait some kind of a weight workout. In. No, no, I'm old. I'm an old baby. No weights. I like I like baby. the weights. Perfect. I'm an old. I'm an old baby. I'm I'm wondering where's the. I would put a pull up in, but now after hearing you talk, I understand why there's not a pull up in there. The, yeah, the goal is you don't want to just. Some people are going to see that a world class marathoner is going to see that and be like a hundred pull ups is too much. Because I remember when I first started CrossFit, I was like a hundred pull ups. Are you guys fucking nuts? Yeah, but, exactly. Okay, and but, everything there can be done. E even your wall ball, your wall ball is fourteen pounds for the for the professional men. Uh, it's it, I know it better in kilograms. It's nine oh. kilograms for the pro men. Uh, oh, okay, maybe that is twenty pounds. Six kilograms, nine is 20 pounds, six kilograms is 14, okay. and four kilograms are for the for regular women, open women, the open, open women's division. And yeah. that, that's a good example, pull-ups. Uh, trust me, if we did the test, if you go out on the street and you ask average fit women, and we want all the women to come out and also right. do competitions, right. usually it's super male-infused, like every every mass participation event you have like 80 percent guys on the start line and they go right. testosterone and sometimes women are a little bit intimidated by this and they think right. uh i don't want this sheer competition and uh, all this blood sweat and tears uh but i, I like to do it but oh, i'm not sure so uh you, you if you target these these amazing athletes too but they many of them have a real issue for instance with pull-ups Right. You know, it's a classical thing that even push-ups is for many women is it's not that easy, especially or when or, or even these skinny men, even these like men who, who right, come from with serious, you you that running background. You have to do a hundred of them. Right. They, you you rule out too many other. Mm. Though the wall balls right work uh, because you can make a rest and it can and you it, it I don't know works better. You it still takes you maybe ten minutes, fifteen minutes to do them, but. Uh, and you have to be strong to do 20 pound wall balls yeah, um, sure. to do it's, to do. I mean, you have to be very, very strong. I, I don't think it's missing the weightlifting component. I mean, I see what you're saying, but it has that it has that heavy lunge bag. That's not I mean, yeah. it, it, this this thing is hard. This no, thing's not a joke. Trust me. It's 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 definitely hot. Yeah, you know, you, you know <laughs> when you when you wake up the next morning and walk down the stairs, you know, what yeah. And it hurts. It will. It's probably even more. It sucks everything out of your body because it's the length. It's really right. very different to high uh, to crossfit workouts where you are totally, of course, done. Like fifteen minutes, all in. Yeah, you fall down, but you recover faster. If you do something one and a half hours, you 
everything you had in your body, every you know, every kind of energy at the end is out. And uh, so you take it takes you longer to recover, but and you have this beautiful feeling of all the muscle pain and everything the next morning, but you have a great feeling you did something extraordinary and you fight yourself through this yeah, very long challenge, but that's so that's that's but at the end this is also the beauty of it. So as I said earlier, that we want people to be really proud if they finish one, right? Not to be the fastest person to do it. Um, that being said, um, you you did 30, you, 30 events in this year's season, 54 events in next year's season. Are there nuances to the courses that make certain arenas faster? Like, uh, like places where the sled, the floor might be different. Like, Hey, if you want to set the world record, you should do it in Hamburg, Germany. Or if you're, if you're not good at slowing, if you're not good at pushing the sled, you shouldn't do it in Dallas. Or, or are there different nuances that the athletes are starting to learn that come with uh, uh, high rocks? Not So we take it extremely serious that it's a legit competition at every event for everyone who's doing it. So we have a very complex timing system you get a timing ship we track everything you do you get a full breakdown of your race like every kilometer what your running time was every workout how much time you spend in the rock zone and uh, every race in total is 8.7 kilometers long because i have to explain that you run the eight kilometers but you run into the what we call the rock zone this is an area where you have the eight workout stations and you, so you run through an in arch and then you run to your next workout. And then you run to an out arch where you start your run again. Uh, mm -hmm. And this, that dis distance is sometimes different because depending on the shape of the hall, because they are different. Sometimes they have columns, sometimes it's a rectangle, sometimes it's a square. It, so the, the setup is different, but the distance everyone is completing and total running is every at every event it's 8.7 kilometers so how about the number of turns in the run is it always and, the same that's a, a good point that makes a race a little bit faster or slower if you have less turns longer straight runs it helps you to gain some seconds on the run rather than having sometimes i mean usually we always have only four turns because you know you run around but sometimes yes, there is something in the hall and you have to so suddenly you have two or three or four more turns, like a zigzag or something. Not, not ninety, yeah, like a zigzag, not ninety degree turns. So right. that can, that makes it maybe a little bit slower. Uh, we're and important to say we at everywhere in the world at every event we use exactly the same carpet, okay, and, and sleds. Uh, okay. It's funny because people think it's oh it's heavier in the US than in Europe or otherwise or the other way around. Uh, this is definitely not true with regards to the equipment. Uh, there might be miracles because we sometimes also have the feeling at some events it was heavier than at others, but we right. use exactly the same configuration. But right. there might be some impact of the humidity in the air and stuff like this, which you think is crazy. Sure. Uh, it's, no. It makes it, the carpet is then more wet and that makes it more heavy uh, to push right. the sled which sounds crazy because you are indoors, but when you are in Miami, the humidity is yep. extremely high, right? And it's also inside this is the case. So what, there might be little weird influences that make a little difference, but it's not material. 
even in your sport that you come from track and field um the nuances are yeah, important nice. isn't it even like you if there's like a 10 mile an hour wind or more at your back um, yeah. you you can't set the and you break the world record it doesn't count or they have rules like that in track and field right if it's yeah, a windy exactly. day and you break the world record it's like uh-uh one meter running if you have like a thunderstorm from the, coming from the back i mean it's not officially a world record so yeah, yeah exactly they are which i there's like nuances you know, you know what I also tell my team? They are like, I think, you know what? This a sport needs that. You need yes. this discussion. Oh, the sled was heavier. This yes. was slower. Or oh, yes. this was a fast race. This is like baseball. You know what we do in, when we see a, a hockey game or whatever? What do we discuss? We discuss oh, that decision from the from the refs was a that was a mistake, or you're discussing it up and down. Was it the wrong decision, or not the right decision? Uh, you talk about these kind of things. I think that keeps that makes it interesting. People want to talk about that. Yes, and the ice the ice that. melts faster in this stadium. Um, yeah. the, the pucks in China are a little bit harder than the pucks in Russia, and which are different than the 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 pucks in the U.S. There's there should yeah. be all sorts of yeah, yeah. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, the movements we get it's yeah. crazy, which I love. I love it. You see how involved the community is. They're shooting videos, and then someone is. Not actually not on the top level only, like on the on the age group level, like someone whatever finishing in fifteenth position, you get a video from number sixteen and you think I oh, he didn't do that movement right, etc. So he should have gotten more no reps, etc. Which I think maybe they are right, but I think it's a you know it's a it's a it's a judging decision, right in that moment. So we are not right. doing. So far, we don't have the video with the video. Instant replay. Instant replay, and then we take a decision because that doesn't work for our sport. It's the same in CrossFit, right? At the games, too. Right. It's, it's in that moment the judge is taking a decision, and everyone has to accept that. And they might be wrong sometimes, and they usually are right. But uh, and it's now not always exactly one thousand percent the same between different judges. But that's it's that sport. That's what sport is about, and. Uh, but that shows me how serious the people take it, which is exactly yep. what we want. You know, we want to create a very serious sport, and it's a new sport of fitness, which we call fitness racing, by the way. But so we think we're creating a new category that wasn't existing. Uh, and uh, like people say, yeah, I'm, I do CrossFit. I want people to say, or they say right now already, yeah, I'm a fitness racer. Um, so, and yeah, that's... I mean that's the idea and that's the beauty of it and uh, but yeah that's what we want to accomplish further in the next years. Where do people? This is the first one World Championships you're streaming live, right? Uh, no, not really. We we actually we were always streaming the World Championships live, but the first ones. Look, we are just in year three, right? I know, I know. It's crazy how fast it's grown. It's crazy. And you had to take a year off because of um, uh, some some fat almost people two. got sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost two. So now it's amazing. That's why it's also only our third season because we had to stop for two years. Yeah. Usually for a young new product, it's a it's a killer. So however, we are very lucky and very happy. Another reason to do high rock. So you don't have to play this game that with uh, uh WHO and your local government, you can yeah, just be like, I'm healthy and fit and I'm going to yeah. hang out with my healthy and fit friends. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I interrupted. Um, how do people watch this? To, uh, um, like tomorrow oh, yeah, at six o'clock, I want to, I want to oh, crack a beer Yeah, and be uh, like, yeah, go Hunter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so go, you. it's, it's a live stream we do together with obstacle racing media. 
and there should be a link on our website highrocks.com or on one of our Instagram channels. You will find this tomorrow, uh, which is Highrocks World or Highrocks America. Uh, yeah, and then you just click in, and then you can see the the live stream of the lead racing. What we do for the first time, and you were the best example of that. You we always admired your work you did for CrossFit, the, these documentaries. Yeah. That's also, what actually I was watching that, I said, okay, I love this. This is amazing, and then I want to do also. I want to create something in in the world of fitness too. But we were watching this, and we are doing this for the first time. Uh, on a higher level uh, at this event, and we started shooting, of course, uh, with our with our hunters, etc. weeks weeks ago. Uh, so it will be a little bit the the way to the world championships and then the event itself, but also explaining high rocks and everything. So we are doing this. This is where we put the most effort in at this event. So we have a lot of camera people, but they're shooting it and it will come out on ESPN in the US uh, for instance and but this I think it will be aired like in about four weeks um, the 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 stream or the documentary the documentary wow wow hey you know this year's um we'll, we'll talk about Hunter in a minute he um, yeah. is, is this are these the people doing the stream obstacle yeah. racing media yeah, yeah, correct correct yeah, they're coming from, I don't it was coincidence. Matt picked it up very early. He loves it. Uh, he runs this. Uh, also, it's a podcast and and the platform, and uh, they are doing the stream. Okay, I don't see it on here. The, the next event they have is May 22nd. We need, so, okay. We need to, We uh, I need to figure this out. Where yeah, I think they're using, uh, it's not, it's a little different route of him, so, which is, Specifically done for High Rocks. You okay. can find the link on our uh, High Rocks social media platforms. Um, so uh, you would it come up? It will be there tomorrow. Is this is this a stream Elite Race Twelve? No, that's that's old. That that was one thing we, especially when we did uh, during the pandemic when oh. we couldn't have normal events. Yes, so I did, see it. I found it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I found it. Very I good. I apologize for not being more prepared. Well, no, we have to do a better job so that you find it in an in instant click. That's it, it. Yeah. Okay, I'm putting a link down here just so you guys know in the comments. Um, and I will also put a link. Wow, this is really cool. We'll, we'll give this a already. Look, there's a set of reminder. Okay. Yeah, it's great to watch because. We are still on the search. Everyone is asking us what is a perfect athlete. And we're still, they, they come from different backgrounds, right? Miriam from Raw, you see that she's currently the best, the European champion from Europe. She's actually also an amazing CrossFit athlete. And she started to pick high rocks up. And she comes from that background. Uh, you have Hunter who comes from all kinds of backgrounds. But you have also, you have, uh, like Dylan, Scott or some guys like Tobias Loudwine has a, he was coming from obstacle race. No, he was a professional cyclist. Then he picked up obstacle racing and now he's a high rocks uh, athlete. So it's interesting to see at some point, which I think you have seen in CrossFit as well. Uh, I think in the next years, we will see that athletes come young, young athletes that actually train high rocks and specifically for the past 
already three, four, five years. So you have a very special education and talent uh, to be really good at this sport. And but it's already amazing how competitive it got uh, to make it into the elite fifteen. So it was a race yeah. at every I event. Agree. After every event, the, the list changed, and we were we thought at the beginning of the season you need to do a, a one o two to qualify for this race, and now we are almost at sub one hour, which crazy. was crazy. Which was in the beginning we thought this is a barrier which barely someone can do, and now uh, we have already eight athletes that. Do a one-hour race and, and and I mean Hunter crushing it with fifty-five or nine, which I thought would not we will not see before in four more years or something. So it's it's unbelievable. Uh, Michael Sambach is on there twice. Make it make a note to your YouTube guy. I'm, uh, I'm just yeah. joking. I'm just joking, Christian. No, no, like, you're right. That's definitely not correct. <laughs> two times fifteen, so he's. Forgets the last one. He's uh, he's number fourteen. This is qualifying time. Um, uh, this kid right here, Tim Winish. He's he's the sixteen to he's sixteen to twenty four. That's the category. That's the age range. Sixteen to twenty four years old. Yes, you have to be sixteen years old for liability reasons to do it. Okay, and then twenty four, and then after twenty four, there's a twenty five to twenty nine, and then from uh, then there's a thirty to thirty four where the champ sits, and then there's a thirty five to thirty nine. But all of these guys, so so this Tim kid looks like the future. Yes, he is exactly that example. He's something like twenty two, twenty three. He's but he's already doing high rocks for three years. Uh -huh. and he's not training anything else. He's he studied or still studies sports science. He's very analytic in, in what he's doing. Yeah, and but he looks like also when you see him next to Hunter, you think these are different breed of people. Athlete, like, okay. He's more a skinny, very normal looking guy. Look, not like not like the bike pony, but that's the interesting part that you have. And, and Toby is a very more a skinny guy, right? And you can't believe that he can push the sled almost in the same as fast as Hunter can do that. Is this the champ? Is this the guy who um, who won last year? Who's who got correct. sick? Okay, yeah, correct. He he actually is, he does the farmers carry most of the time faster than Hunter. Crazy. He's doing it unbroken, but you, you see his skinny arms. You think it's unbelievable, but it's that's the interesting part. You have very different athletes from the body shape at the race line tomorrow. So from like more like muscular, yeah, more bulky CrossFit athletes to very skinny runners, triathletes, obstacle racing background athletes. And that's the interesting part when it comes together, why the race goes up and down usually. Because, you know, the, the storm yeah. goes lean yeah. after the flat, yeah. but then the, the skinnier guys come and they run faster and they keep up again. Like Dylan Scott is like, He's a, he's an American. He's like he looks also very different. He's more like the skinny type of athlete. Yeah, uh, that's also interesting. So, what in the end will be the most efficient way? It's still a lot of running as well, right? So right. you have to carry your muscles around uh, eight kilometers. It's it might be it's all about balancing it out. It might be disbalance uh, this uh, yeah this. Uh, a bit too heavy, etc. Yeah, strength, strength to weight ratio. But Hunter did look. Hunter thought, "Oh, I'm, I'm the best in this game." You want? We wanted to talk about Hunter. He came in. Uh, I have to say, 
I also thought, oh, it looks like we created it for Hunter. The whole, the, the whole competition, the way how it is, the length, the combination of workouts. Uh, so he came in, he was dominating it. And then it was funny. So last year, or this past season, uh, you had suddenly all the other guys doing their homework, right? And Hunter said, oh, I, I'm I'm the strong guy. I No one can beat me. I, he did other stuff. He got bigger, actually. He, he, yeah. he became... 200 pounds plus and then he walked he came to our world championships in leipzig last summer and he lost for the first time he lost the hyrox race to tobias lautmann actually he came in fourth two other guys took overtook him then he came to the north american championships and ryan kent was crushing him in that race and then he realized, oh, it's not that easy. I can't win it if I'm 200 pounds plus. So I have to do my homework. So he, he really shaped off, I think, 10, 15 pounds and 190 something, low, low 190s. He's an amazing shape. And, uh, and then now, suddenly, then that's why he could then come back and do this new world record time of 5509, which is absolutely crazy. Savage, but completely savage. You know, he wasn't, I, I spoke to him the day after he set that world record and he was in a weird spot. I mean, that, that really drained him of everything. Yeah, I know. I think he didn't expect that time. Yeah. To be but uh, I mean, you have to say this. Look about Hunter. I'm in in the world of sport. I'm in. I was in the world of Olympics, for, like I said, for 25 years. I've seen a lot of athletes, the best cyclists in the world, the best triathletes, the best, like in almost in every sport. I really believe that Hunter McIntyre is one of the most leading athletes in the world in his ballpark. You know. Of course, he will never win the CrossFit Games. And I know there was a lot of talking about him when he got the wild card at the Games. He's still reasonably good in CrossFit, which is the amazing part. But of I course, think he, that there's a very strong argument that Hunter McIntyre is the fittest man on the planet. I think there is yeah, because, a very honestly, strong uh, argument. Yeah, it's a guy who can still at least go to a CrossFit competition and is not finishing last, and he can lift at these weights – but he's, I think his PB time on 10-kilometer running is 30 to, 32 minutes something, which is absolutely insane. Like a guy of that big that can has that cardio ability, I've never seen this before. I well, e even – even if you did this, Christian, so so in the, in the early days, what they did was, is um, you know, the very first CrossFit Games, they just put balls in a machine and they turned it and then they picked out the ball and read the workout. There is yeah. a very strong argument that if you did that game using CrossFit workouts yeah. and you put Hunter McIntyre in there against the best in the world, there's a very good chance he wins. Yeah, yeah. If you just randomly pick 10 things, yeah. that, like, you would have to be insane to pit choose against him. You would have he to be to insane. Be because he's he's he, so fit, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. But like I said, if you if he's lucky and you don't pick Henson Walk, whatever, 100 yeah. yards. Which, yeah. Which, yes, his weakness is because this where you really need to really very specifically train for that right. for a very long time. Right. I think that's also where he failed at the games uh, uh, with his wildcard appearance. Uh, no, I totally agree with you. So look, if 
Hunter wouldn't. But I don't know if you could say that about so, – sorry to interrupt. I don't know if you can say that about the rest. If someone beats his time in High Rocks, let's say. Like I don't know I don't know the other guys, but I don't know if you can say that about the other guys, I guess is what I'm no, saying. No, the other guys are already more specialized on High Rocks. Yeah. They definitely have no chance in doing – if you bring, if you put them into a CrossFit competition, they yeah. probably can't do fifty percent of the workouts. It's okay. a it's a different kind of athlete. Right. That's not. That's also not. To, that never was a goal or whatever. It's like sure. I always explain to people. It's like if you want to compare a hundred meter runner and a five thousand meter runner, it doesn't make any sense. Right. It's a completely different athlete. I mean, they both run. It looks it looks very much. It's exactly the same movement, but it's hundred percent different. So. It looks like a CrossFit event, but if you want to be on the top of your game, and Hunter is the absolutely rare exception, uh, you have to be specialized because you 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 are a different shaped athlete, right? If you want to be, right. if you crush these times, uh, you you have to look different because you can't run around with that amount of muscles. It's you, you will never be fast enough in the run, so you have to find this perfect balance of still being able to push the sled, but uh, also crushing the runs and everything. So it's a different approach. And we are just at the beginning sport, a sport like this. And you've seen us in CrossFit, it gets more and more sophisticated, right? The training, the programming, the way how to train for that. Uh, we were talking to Invictus and CJ Martin. Uh, he was in LA with a big group of uh, from his gym. Amazing. I think they came with like 50, 50. Athletes. Yeah. 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 He has a great community. They always travel in a big group. Yeah. And he loves it. And he says, but he says, I have no idea in the moment how to do the programming for that. I have to learn it now. I have to see it and I have to start building it because it requires a different kind of training. Right. Of course, it's more running. It's more cardio. It's, you know, uh, but he loves it. He thinks it's amazing. It's it, it's opening it up for new different kind of people, members, potential members to his gym. And he will become a great partner uh, in the future. Uh, Victor. They are working on a high rocks program as well, which they want to launch uh, in the near future. For, uh, Is- I guess for next season. So that's great. But you see, it's it's it requires it's a different approach to to fitness. Is Chris Hinshaw at the event this weekend in in Vegas? No, we had a plan to bring him out, but um, we thought it's we couldn't find the right format. Okay, we thought it makes sense. Uh, but he is a friend of yours. You're starting to work with him. Is that correct? That's correct. Look, he's he is actually this running coach, right? We we are in. I have to say, we are an endurance strength event. So running is a very, very important part. But that's, that's interesting because it's new, because we created something that wasn't existing. That's exactly the game here. How much running you do to not lose too much of your muscles and, you know, and then you fail with the workout. So what is the perfect balance? Do you need to do just 400-meter interval runs or you, do you need also sometimes to run 10 kilometers and how you mix that, et cetera? That's interesting. Hunter has... He created his he created his own theory to to be that good in this in the sport. So apparently, when you look at his time, he's doing a lot of things right. Yes, uh, uh, and he has a very very clear methodology now. He developed to how he trains for that. So he, he's creating blocks like running blocks and 
strength blocks. It's a, he has a different approach to that, but we will see. That's the interesting part also. How how do you approach that from the training aspect? What's the, what's the best way to do it? Um, so, do the athletes yeah. ever touch each other, Christian? Like, um, what happens if um, is is there when you start this um, top fifteen event at six p.m. tomorrow? Will they all be on the starting line together? Yes. All, so they will, all, at that point they'll be touching each other. They'll be shoulder to yeah, shoulder. Yeah. It's like like horse race. You know, it's like oh, who gets in the best position right after the yeah. start line. So there will be and, some elbows and everything to. to yeah, and maybe I mean, some I'm. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's everyone is very close. It's very intense, especially at the beginning before it, the race stretches out a little bit. Uh, but they are so close, all the guys. It will be amazing to see and the girls. There's like two, three minutes uh, in the qualifying times, right? From maybe only Hunter is a little bit uh, outside of the other times in the moment. But we will see what he can bring to the to the racetrack tomorrow. Um, the second event is the is the sled push uh, um, uh, after the 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 run erg run and then sled push. When they get to the sled, what happens if they all show up there at the same time? That's not a problem. You have we have thirty lanes or tomorrow fifteen. Oh, okay. Everyone has their in, in individual lane. That's actually okay. how the event works. So it's a, it's a very very. Math, based on stats and statistics and mathematics, so we kick off. We have four thousand athletes, right, in London, for instance, where it's almost like already exploding. So it only works, and everyone—that's the number one most important rule that we have to manage it in a way that n not a single athlete ever has to wait at any workout because okay. that right, moment, right, right, it wouldn't be a legit competition anymore, right. Because you have to wait, you either have rest time, which other don't have, or you lose time because you have to wait. So, uh, and it works that we start and we kick every we start in waves, right, of thirty athletes or forty, right, uh, for the regular events with all, all the age groups, and that's why we need this massive amount of space because we are creating this arena for fitness gladiators, which is massive. It's it's two, three times bigger than like a CrossFit setup at the games, uh, for sizing wise. Yeah, right? you said the smallest because is a hundred thousand square feet. That's that's amazing. Yeah. It's like that's already like two football pitches or or three. So uh because we need that space, because we have like 40 lanes of sleds. So when you come to the workout station, you and we have judges there and people that guide you to the free next free sled. And that's when you do it, but we we cause the wave size and every 10 minutes we kick off a new wave. We know how many stations we need that that not a single athlete ever has uh, has to wait. It, and it works really amazingly well. We had only really, really very, very, very few moments, but and that was just human failure, not that the concert doesn't work. So uh, accidentally too many people are entering if it's the wrong start wave or whatever. So suddenly you have too many people, not 40 running off. You have suddenly 45 running off. That, that can create a problem. But it's it's usually very much in hand. And uh, we... I have uh, yeah. to see this thing. I can't wait yeah. to go to one. It must... What a show it must be to see to see that. 
Yeah, you, if you, unfortunately, you, uh, where are you based? Where, uh, Santa Cruz. Uh, told, yeah, I'm in Santa uh, Cruz. Yeah. It's my, it's my fault. Your team was very generous. They reached out to me. Yeah. They invited me. They set everything up for me. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bump on a log. I, I, <laughs> I have these. I have, I have three little. Do you have kids, Christian? Yes, two, two. How old are your kids? Uh, eighteen and twenty. Ah, okay. My yeah, minor, I'm, minor. I'm I have two that are five. Yeah. I'm done with that. Actually, my son is just finishing high school, and then I'm free. I can no summer holidays anymore. Like school holidays, I'm not bound to school holidays anymore. Yes. So, um, do you travel to all? Do you travel to all thirty events? No, no, I can't do that. That's too much. Uh, yeah, sounds crazy. No, no, I don't do this. Uh, I I go to of course to a lot of events, but not all thirty. I, do you mostly stay the do the ones in Europe? Stay over there. No, no, I come to a lot of U.S. events. I usually go to every event that's new. When we do it in a new city, we do inaugural. Yeah, first time I go there, and uh, I go to the national championships, uh, the regional championships, and world championships. And I pick. I for for whatever different reasons, maybe I have to meet sponsors, clients, people. So I go to this event. Uh, but uh, I I not go I don't go to every event and I will definitely not go to fifty four events next season. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely nuts. Um, if if anyone wants to watch this and and I'm and I'm going to be watching it, the the YouTube all you have to type in is High Rocks H Y R O X World Championships. It starts at six p.m. tomorrow and it's on YouTube. And as I'm watching here, more and more people are getting on and waiting, and they're starting to. The first comment on here is "Let's go, Hunter," uh, and it. <laughs> And if you're in Vegas, you might as well go over to the convention center and check this thing out. And like he said, wow. they have beer, beer and wine. I really like that. Yeah. Um, no gambling, uh, though, uh, but it's just, you're just hey, a- don't tell us what to do, Christian. We're free Americans. We'll gamble if we want to. Don't please don't tell us what to do. Sports betting, right? Sports booking. <laughs> if, if I see a guy next to me and he wants to bet, we'll bet. Don't tell us yeah, what to do. We'll right. do what we want to do. Okay. Um, um, w- when you go to all of these cities, is there, um, do you ever get a chance? Do you ever get to play tourist? Do you, do you get to go yeah, to yeah. the beach? Do you get to go to the museums? Do you get to get like, what's your favorite thing to do when you go to these cities? Do you get to go to your favorite bar restaurant? Like what do you do at these places? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. It depends where you are. Sometimes there's no beach. So right. that's, the point. that's a uh, shame. You know, I, I always go at least, uh, I always go around in the city. So, uh, the good thing, or the nice thing about Hyrule Island, we usually are doing it on Saturday. Okay. So, which I love because I was hating it. I was always producing marathons and triathlons. They're always on Sundays. So you fly to a great city, but you're participating. So it's not the, the time to go out and have a great night in London Saturday night when you're racing on Sunday. So Right. And Sunday night is not the most exciting night to go out. And So I like... Especially that. if you're flying out Monday, right? Yeah, exactly. Most people all fly even out on Sunday. So uh, we have now a larger group of people that do all these great city hopping because they, like I said, they go to Berlin, crazy city, super, I mean, amazing, best nightlife in the world. But you you come in on Friday, you have a quiet night on Friday, you do your race on Saturday, and then you go to the Berghain uh, Saturday night, which, uh, is, which is great. And then you walk around the city and I always do that. Yeah, we, we are in so much of amazing cities uh, and pittoresque, large, big, Amsterdam, Madrid, but also Maastricht is beautiful, small town. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then I walk around. I, f- I try to look find a, a nice restaurant or 
maybe some museums or whatever you can do. And oh, and I always walk in gyms when I'm in the cities to see what kind of great gyms they have. I, I get the impression from the little bit of research that I did on you that you don't have to be um, working anymore. That you've been successful. That you that you have you're independently wealthy. You have investments. Um, why why are you pushing? What why why are you um, continuing? What drives Christian? Why are you doing this? Oh, I only do it because I really, really love creating that and doing that. It's a young team. It's I see all these people coming. It's it's like you are an architect and you build mm. you create a building and it's there. And uh, so now I don't work because just because I need the money and which gives you amazing amount of freedom to select to only do and work in a way that you think you feel 100% comfortable with that. So I'm, I, I don't need to be 16 hours in the office every day because someone is pushing me. You know, I, if I do this, I only do it because I think it makes sense and I, I like to do that. No, I do it because I, I love doing things and I want to go on. I will, I'm not the type of person that is looking for retirement. I want to be more like, I mean, there are people that work until they're 85 or something. They never stop, right? Right. No more, whatever, you do something more creative or whatever. Right. No, I, uh, it's, it's, I don't feel any kind of st stress or that I feel any kind of pressure anymore. I'm totally free of that. I, uh, but I, it's so amazing to create this, and it's like a like a child dream, you know. You you create your own new sport, and you are in the in the middle of that. It's that drives me every day, and it's it's great. And I have we have a great team. It's not me, it, it, you know. I'm I'm the old guy. Uh, everyone is younger <laughs> in the whole organization, almost. No, actually, everyone. So this is ridiculous. But and I'm participating in a lot of events. And this is a great thing. Also, I can raise for free. I don't have to pay the <laughs> You said the same thing about opening a bar. You get to drink for free. That's, that's what the reason why I opened the bar. Yeah. Honestly, I said, yeah. I always wanted to have a bar because I think, oh, I can go there every day and I'll get everything for free. And I always get a table. That's why I started a restaurant. So I don't need to wait. Uh, <laughs> I always have my free table. Uh, yeah. But what city is home? What city is home for you? Uh, Hamburg. And um, um, is, that, is that always going to be home? Have you ever thought about moving elsewhere in, in the world? I, I, it sounds boring. I really literally live for my whole life in Hamburg, but I am, because of all my jobs, I'm, I'm since 30 years, I'm actually traveling a lot. So I'm, I'm not, it's my home base, but I'm not spending 300 days a year in Hamburg. So I'm everywhere in the world and, and I need that. I can't be longer than, it's very rare that I'm more than four weeks in a row just in Hamburg. So I, and I take my family, I always did also when the kids were younger, in the moment they had school holidays or whatever, I, I took them and we went, we, we go and we stay sometimes in America or we go in the UK or so we, I'm a pretty international multicultural person. So I, uh, I liked, but it's great to go home to something where, you know, everything and you know, everyone in the city and it's kind of your, it's, your base it's coming home, but yeah. it's great also to go away and to see something new. When did you learn English? How old were you? 
or I don't know. We 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 it's men we learned it at school, right? It's the first thing you learn. You have to do that. Um now I have to say when I finished school, my English was really bad. I had to learn it. So I actually stayed almost a year in New York City when I was very young. Spent all my money. <laughs> had a great time though. It was this it was <laughs> that's this, where, that's was where your tradition was, of going to the bar started. Yeah, that was when New York City was really great still. And I mean from the like the 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 part, you know what I mean? Like it was so it was just started with 93. Uh, it was or 90, it was great. Uh, meatpacking district was at that time really the meatpacking district still. And the, yeah, uh, I, I loved it. It was it was still more edgy and, and more dirty and not uh, now everything is shiny and everything is clean and nice. So Berlin is a little bit like this. It's it's also changing now. It was since when the wall came down, Berlin was the best place in the world to, to be uh, out. There's a there's a um there's a lot of you know uh doomsday uh scenarios out there. There's you know nuclear war, there's global warming, there's pandemic, there you know there there's all of these uh threats. Yeah. I I'm I'm convinced that the only um, serious threat to humanity is um, is nutrition. I, I I see it everywhere around me. The the, the my, my country is collapsing under the weight of its own people. I I don't say this lightly. Um, uh, they're deranged in their thought process by the consumption of poor nutrition. They're extremely limited in their movement and their capacity. They are um. It, it would almost be too kind to say that they're a disgrace to the expression of their DNA and that if I was if, – if there were a god and I were to come down and see um, the gift given to uh, – the, the planet that I gave these humans and, and, and what they are um, – how they're – not how they're treating the planet, how they're treating themselves – on the planet, I, I find it uh, uh, un, unfathomable. Um, do you do you have an opinion on on the on the health of of the world as a whole? Like uh, by health, I mean um, movement, nutrition. I'm not talking about these other things like war and pandemic and no, um, I, uh, I, rising yeah. waters. I do, of do, course I have of course I have my opinion, but look, I totally 100 percent agree. I think, I mean that's why it's nutrition, it's health. Find a healthy way of of living, of lifestyle. Look, I'm 54. I'm reasonably fit. I work out five times a week. That at the same time keeps me. I'm. I can do everything I did 30 years ago. I can also still go to the club and and party. Right. And I'm not. Then I don't need to recover for two weeks uh, because I think my body still is working on a on a reasonable capacity. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not overweight. Uh, I think, and all these aspects. Uh, I think that's why it's great to create these kind of products because we want to motivate people, right? To to have a motivation to go to the gym and to care about their nutrition. And this is, I call it, this is honestly the great thing about when these mass participation events came around. It started with marathon running, and then triathlon and cycling and CrossFit and and obstacle racing and now. Now high rocks. And I've seen it several times. So people say sign up for, for one of these events. You you change the way how you approach training, how you approach nutrition. Suddenly you care about nutrition, 
Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what happened to me. Yeah. I smoked cigarettes yeah. and then I started CrossFit and I quit smoking yeah. because of CrossFit. Not because yeah. not because smoking was bad for you. It just it didn't mix with CrossFit. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why because it's weird, but suddenly we are like, oh, oh, I have to I have to be on the start line. I have to be in a better shape. I don't yeah. want to suffer. I want to be, I don't want to be the last person finishing this the finish line. So it drives people in a very, very amazing way. To, to to live a better life and I mean this is the reason why we do this uh and it, it it comes automatically you know and I want and the community is dragging other people in that right. are saying oh no I'm a couch guy I don't do anything <laughs> potato chips I just watch sport on television uh and they say ah come on let's join us let's do it together uh do a double right and suddenly yes amazing stories of people that Fine high rocks, and then they lose fifty pounds, and suddenly you you can't you can't believe that these are the same people. Or suddenly, I bet you someone food. cries at every event you do. <laughs> Maybe I don't for sure. Out of happiness, I bet you at the yeah. at that finish line, there's someone who cries. There's there's someone who recovered from cancer. There's someone who lost yeah. fifty pounds. There's someone who's fat who did it, and and their family's there waiting for them, and they yeah. hug them. And I bet you, I bet you, that, that's that's phenomenal. No, we had the most amazing touching stories and not the 55-minute guys. Right. It's of course not. Of course not. Yeah. Two yeah, hours two, on their feet. Yeah. Guys that are crossing the finish line. We had this. It's And then you have, as you say, you have the whole family and this, this, these guys are in tears that they, and they think, now oh, I changed my life. And it's, it's, but that's, that drives you again to do, oh, we have to continue to do that. Because right. you see the, what you give back to these people, so it's worth every every minute we put in hard work into this product. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think no, I hundred percent agree. Obesity, all this sugar shit, all like you know, the, the, I mean, all these brands are so good in pushing us to consume not the right stuff. And it's all marketing tricks, right? I mean, also all this bio product, which is, was a great idea in the beginning, but now everything is bio. <laughs> uh, and it's, when you when you read the ingredients, it's also full of sugar and everything. So, uh, but this, I think, you know, I hundred agree that this is something that we really have to change. On the other hand, I think especially the pandemic has changed a lot of the mindset of people. God, I, I hope, hope you're right. I hope you're right. I hope so too, but people forget quick as well. But I think there is definitely more people now caring about how do I eat? How do I live? How do I work out? But that doesn't mean you don't have fun, you know? Uh, of course. We, life is here to have fun. It's not about to be to live like a, a very puristic life and you punish yourself every day but not doing things. It's always a mix of everything. It's again like Kyrox. Find a perfect mix of right. how many workouts, how long you want to run. It's the same thing, how much you party, how much you drink, how much you don't drink. Yeah, and how um, much when you eat healthy and how much and maybe sometimes, of course, you can eat a burger or you, you, you can go to McDonald's. It's it's just not good if you go every day. That's really bad for you for your body and for yourself. So um, you see this, this, the, the Olympics is such a tragedy in, in this respect without yeah. the poisons of humanity. The Olympics does not exist. 
in in the in the in the formation that we know it without coca-cola sponsorship which i would consider pro i i i have to assume that coca-cola is probably um i mean mean 50 what did i see 55 percent of the calories in mexico are um soda pop soda pop yeah yeah, i know yeah and and it's 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 um it's uh it's 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 just it's just mind it's just mind-boggling to me when i was what made me think of all of this is that you have two kids and when i worked for crossfit i was so proud of my job because it's like being a firefighter right you can tell your kids every morning i wake up and i save someone's life and when you work for high rocks you wake up every morning and you know that you are extending someone's life longer than it would have been it's very true. And that's our and that's our job. Exactly. No, 100 percent I can't say it. I can't say it in a better way. Whereas if that's you work at Coca-Cola or you're an Olympian, you're claiming to be the 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 greatest shot putter in the world, but you're but you but you were the vehicle for sharing poison and hurt and pain. It's 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 kind of batshit crazy. Yeah, I have to say, um, but there's, there's always like you have this also this financial I agree. Uh, I agree. I, I don't have the answer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because sometimes you have to accept something because you also you, to do the to bring the product to the people. You also need to find the money. To right. Do that. And yeah. I'm not blaming Coke, but individuals need to take responsibility. I'm not blaming. Well, Coke, that's by the point, way. what I mean is yeah. you can push the companies to do better. Uh, yeah. We'll come back, come around with better products and different products. But of course, we know it. Why is Coke sponsoring the Olympic Games? Because they want to give the perception that even the best Olympi- Olympians in the world, the fittest people of the world, are so fit, even they drink Coca Cola. And yeah. so people think, ah, so it can't be that bad. <laughs> and and, and, yeah. and recently, um, uh, CrossFit was sponsored by um, uh, Coca Cola, but one of the or Pepsi, one of the one of their buy their buy their their drinks, uh, Monster Energy yeah. drink, and yeah. a lot of people got upset. I understand why you're upset, but but the athletes have to make money. I cannot blame the athletes or the organization. Now, the thing is, is you want to be able to tell the truth, right? You don't want to stand up there as Christian and be like, drink this Coke if you want to win the High Rocks games. You want to be able no, to be honest. Not. You want to be yeah. able to be like, hey, they sponsor us, but I wouldn't drink this shit. As long yeah. as you can be honest, I guess, and you're free to have integrity. Um, yeah, for, like again, for me, it's always the balance is the key thing here. Look. Everyone can drink a Coke from time to time. It's, it, right. it's it will not be bad. It's bad if you drink, you know. Two, if you have them in your refrigerator, it's bad. Every day, and you right. drink nothing else, then it's 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 really really bad for yourself. It's about right. it's always about the right mix of things, and uh, uh, so I'm not just blaming these brands because uh, though I would not, it's not my. I'm not picking these kind of products for myself of course right. i don't do that um but it's we have to teach people to find a good balance of these things and uh, to understand why it's not you don't easy. want your son drinking coke like no, i don't want my not. right but but I can, yeah i mean I that's still avoid that he, he sometimes you know how it is how kids are if you say it's not allowed it's not allowed so they want it right. more and more right because it's, it's not allowed it's not it's not it's illegal so they or you say no, you are not allowed to do that. 
Uh, but but they, but it's kind of like um th- that's a good litmus test what you want for your kids if if you saw if 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 a if an elderly man were um walking towards a door you would want your son to hold the door open for him there's things yeah. you want um your kids to do and not do you don't wouldn't you're not proud of your kid when you find out they were throwing rocks at cars on the freeway you know but kids no, do I, that I, shit right but right. And, and the same with coke you don't want your like that's that's a great litmus test hey is that shit bad for you would you want your kids doing it no, of course. Right. But I have to say, I'm so proud of my kids and all her friends. I see a real shift. Like, like all the friends of my daughter, I say that like almost everyone is a vegetarian now. Wow. And not because I told them or her, you and she started this when she was 15 or something. And I was not the guy who said you are not allowed to eat meat anymore because she made it up on on herself because they started to learn at school. You know all the bad impact for emission and whatever, and and all these and and how we treat animals, etc., just to get this crazy amount of meat, and and that was the point where she said, "I don't want to eat meat anymore," and that was amazing. I think, and this young generation, and we were we were we were not thinking a single second about that when I was young, in that age, right? It was not a topic at all. Uh, they care so much more about these things. It's my impression. At least with with my kids and in the environment environment my kids were growing up, uh, that they have a different approach to this and they know much better what what is good and what is not good and why they are not doing the things. It's also everything is it's shifting. They are so environmentally sensible uh, about stuff. They are not. The first thing we did was, oh, I need to, I need a driver's license. I need a driver's license. I need a car. I need to drive a car. They don't care. Both of my kids don't have a, a driver's license because they, they take their bikes and they also have a little bit of feeling that it's forever. It's not good for the human mankind. If everyone drives everything with a car and every right five meters, five meters. And that's very interesting. So I think there is a change because the education is better and uh, we of course but we have to give we have to be the good example for our kids for sure i mean if right. i hope your children will be open enough as they get older to to think to to be to be aware that the vegetarian thing might be propaganda i hope that they will yeah I hope they will be very. I hope they will be very open. I was a vegan and vegetarian also, and now as I'm older and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm starting to see um, the world. Uh, I am. I, we're not going to debate nutrition here. I, I appreciate people trying different things, but um, I hope that they will also be open to see I, um, that that uh, those of the people who are educating us are can be. Um, Misleading no, on accident. We, when <laughs> vegan, etc., becomes also a marketing game now. Uh, in the, in the, you know, in this all of the things. So brands picking it up, pushing it. Uh, however, everything I know about nutrition is that to be a vegetarian, so you eat fish but no meat, and mm-hmm. so, oh, and you call it pescatarian then, right? Uh, yes. Ways in the middle that that. I think are really in the end really healthier. But again, it's all about balancing yourself. If you if you eat meat from time to time, and not every day, and up and down, and uh, and all these sausages, the stuff, etc. I think it's that's that's the best way 
for your nutrition. But uh, look, yeah, it's a long discussion. But again, I want to come back to what you said. That's why we create events like High Rocks. And that's why we want to motivate more and more and more people to do it uh, and create this global community, which is growing because then we know these people definitely will have a longer expectation of life. And that's a great side effect of what we're doing here. Hey, are any of your champions vegetarians? Uh, for sure. Hunter not, I know. <laughs> for sure not. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think many of the girls and some of the of the guys for sure. Amazing. Uh, I, I'm uh, 6 p.m. tomorrow night. Uh, you you yeah. don't have to wait till 6 p.m. Um, you can no. go if you're if you're in Vegas or if you want to get online sooner than that. But the World Championships and those of us who men, who who many of us know uh, Hunter McIntyre. What a fun thing to do to watch him tomorrow night, uh, 6 p.m. You can go. It's go straight to YouTube. Type in High Rocks World Championships, and uh, or if you're in Vegas, go check out the Las Vegas Convention Center. Christian, one final thing. Um, tell me about the name High Rocks. Where did that come from? <laughs> Everyone is asking me. Yeah. First and foremost, it has absolutely no meaning. Okay. Uh, we had to make up a name that we – so we come – so suddenly you immediately are back to commercial aspects. We had to find a name we can protect uh, and we can trademark. Uh, which is almost impossible when you use anything of fitness or whatever, because everything is already protected in every thousand and every version and everything of it. So we, yeah, we had, we had a creative process and we we wrote down names what we think where where we thought there is a fit to high rocks, and so we had hybrid because we are kind of a hybrid event of running and and, and workouts, and we thought rockstar is the cool word. Uh, and then we make we wrote start writing it with an X, and then we're putting the parts of the words together, and, and bang with a lot of beers. And one night we had high rocks. And let's um like, let's start a rumor that it's like um some sort of Illuminati or secret society that speaks to aliens, <laughs> and that okay. this is actually just a fit. It, it, it's parading as a fitness event, but this yeah. is where uh, people come and talk to the aliens and high rocks. When you make those sounds with your tongue, it summons them. Let's let's start some right. sort of. But like I said, it's hybrid and rock star, and then you put, yeah, you put some of the letters together. You end up. With I like it. Rocks. Yeah, hybrid and rock star. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's how we call our finishers. They are rock stars. They are, um, uh, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Thanks for telling us a little bit about your life. Congratulations on the event. You, you are you. a you are a uh, gift to humanity. Um and uh um, I and um, when you race, I will be next to you at the start line. I promise. Thank you. And and I and I have to get the last word. Let's not forget I have a hundred fruit trees in my in my backyard. And if it wasn't oh. for if it wasn't for cows, um they would not be growing as well as they are because I need that that cow shit. So I just want to <laughs> give one final love, love to uh cows. To cows. No, we don't want to. <laughs> We don't want to get rid of the cows. Don't take me Good. Wrong. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank everyone. you. I, I know you have a busy day. You gave us an hour yes. and a half of your time. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank you very much, Devon. It was amazing. Hey. Let's stay in touch. And okay. I will be in touch. Thank you. Tell Keith, thank never, you. Never stop competing. <laughs> yes, of course. Cool. All okay. right. Ciao. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Sevon is an onion. I like onions.
I love cows. Attaboy, Sevon. Thanks. I saw some comment in here. I want to beat one of your asses. Hold on. Sevon's very professional and courteous right now. I like this version of Sevon. Sam, blow me. Sevon eats me. That's all I eat. I, I, I can't, I see this is, there's a nuance here, right? I, I care what people think. By the way, that's a cool dude. I would, I would tear it up with that guy. That guy's cool as shit. Uh, Christian, that's a successful man we were talking to. Uh, um, uh, I care what people think. Like, I care what you think. Like, if you think it's cool, like, I don't know, eating wine glasses, just the, one of those people that eats glass. Like, I care what you think. I just, I just had, try not to um, react to it. I, I, I assess it. I assess it. I'm not going to change the way what I'm doing just because you think one thing. Ah, uh, thank you, Sam. I apologize for that attack. I th I, I think Sevon is handling this well. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, your your wife looks hot. That photo. Uh, Sevon is going to waver his values and morals and belief. Isn't no, not not really. Oh my goodness! I uh, I want to say thank you to this guy. Uh, Jean Jean Clark for the uh, four fifty and Sterling's just dropping in to drop some cash for the best show on YouTube. Then going back to coaching. Hope you guys are well. Thanks, dude. I honestly, sincerely appreciate uh, money all the time. Man, tonight's show is going to be fun, right? So basically, what I've done is I I, I kind of had this. Um, Hiller's just tearing this shit up, right? He's just he's he's producing. Um, What's he, what's he doing? He's, uh, he's, he, he's producing just a shit ton of content. He's putting out content every single day now. And so I thought one of the things that I would do or that I would want to do to piggyback off of what um, he's doing um, is uh, watch every week, try to watch all of his videos or a handful of videos. And then on Friday nights, like with him, do a recap. So, hey, you said, and I, and I took a shitload of notes. So I'll give you an example of what I think the show is going to be like tonight. Hiller episode Friday. Uh, so so in that video, like so he 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 made a um he said something about Donald Trump Jr. said he did the Murph in thirty minutes. I'll talk about that. Hey, is that really true? Did Donald Trump say that? Um, that was in the Buttery Bros video he made. He talked about Catherine and snatch, but when I watched the video, I didn't see an example of her snatch being bad. So we'll talk about that. Then he he said um. It's good that um, uh, she left Ben Bergeron. I couldn't tell if that was a joke or serious. I want to talk about the blue sweater he wore in the May 8th video. I think it makes his body and shoulders kind of look nice. We'll talk about that. It's the best five finishes show. Um, uh, he, he did a um, he did a uh, show this week about the closest finishes in CrossFit. And and I wanted to tell him the argument for the bridges in in um and Froning finish for being I think number one is because of bridges celebration, but Hiller says something really interesting in that video. He says what what was the criteria they used um, for choosing what are the best finishes in CrossFit, and it, and it's a fascinating thought that he's saying because we can't even figure out. We can't even figure out the criteria they use for judging open workouts. Or for placing people in semifinals, and 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 Hiller's asking what's the uh, um, criteria for choosing the closest finishes. So I think that's funny, and uh, I think him and I will um, have fun talking about that. And then the list goes on and on. Um, you know, he has a programming um, uh, programming off programming he offers 
Uh, he doesn't advertise it. I don't know why, but um, you can. He, he's a legit coach, and you can go to him and uh, um, and get his programming. So I'll talk to him about that. We'll look at that tonight. Uh, we'll go through all his videos. His hip and steel video has thirty thousand views and twenty thousand views. Why so much? Why 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 does the um old white guy get so many views? Um, so so I'd like to hear his explanation on that. We'll talk about media, how he cuts the videos, the equipment he uses, and then of course this this other thing unfolding around um Tommy and Shawnee uh that's just fucking hilarious. Uh, I I don't know why those guys keep stepping on their own dicks. Um. But but we'll t- we'll definitely talk about that. It's it's um. I I did watch that vi- I did watch that video. Um, someone sent me a link to that that unlisted video of theirs. And um, man, what what a sk- I, I, the only thing I think is I wonder if they really think that stuff that they say. I think that they do, but there was a lot of weird inconsistencies in it. I think either they're broken or. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know what's going on with Tommy and Shawnee, um, but it, but it seemed kind of ridiculous to poke the the bear again. Um, it, it, I had addressed all of those things they had ever said ever before. Um, to, to anyway, we'll get into it tonight. It'll be funny. It, 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 it'll be pretty funny. Uh, but but um, it probably not a good idea. I, I, just to just sit over in your house and throw rocks at me and Hiller. I, I just don't, I don't think it's nice. I don't think it's nice to do. Um, if it was for comedic sake, I would understand it. Um, I don't mind the, uh, I don't mind the, uh, the, the comments that, Hey, he's a, he's a crybaby who's making a half million dollars a year. And now he got fired. So he's just over there complaining. Like, at least that is like specific like he's but this other shit that's like um trying to define media and then everything in your video is opposite of your definition and you're and you're you're preaching that to a guy who i I ran the crossfit journal ten thousand people which is basically the foundation of everything in the community that we know today i mean you're uh like a choice it sounded it felt like a chihuahua telling a wolf what a dog is it, it, those guys are just uh, um chihuahuas but uh but we'll get into it tonight it, i'm sure it's going to be fun uh I, I i don't think andrew takes it very seriously either i think he's having fun but i'm curious to uh talk to him and dig in uh but but yeah anyway we'll get to it uh love you guys great show it was kind of the the president's uh, what a crazy week we had we had uh halbert on jared halbert uh from uh tactical games we had uh jason mccarthy on from go ruck and then we had this uh christian tutska three that was the total accident but kind of a fun like the ceo's founders uh week it, it was it was awesome uh cory leonard five bucks oh and you guys are bitching about me taking callers all you guys hate it when i take callers like why why uh yeah i i would go back here's the thing here's the thing there's there's something basically what's happening here is the george floyd era is over there was two years of just like total victocracy just everything was pussified in the company it was just it was just completely sold out it was just complete hypocrites everything was the opposite of what's being said 
And and between kind of what Hiller Hiller um in in, in the videos I'm making, there's some sort of uh, revolution that's uh, occurred, and and we're kind of the only people you guys have who are who are um who are trying to trying to shoot straight, right? We're trying to just fucking give it to you real, and so th- there's a there's a popularity in a, in a in a very active group of people who are like fuck thank god someone's saying this shit and so they're finally pushing back at crossfit but the egos at crossfit are so fucking massive like it's never good to have people like hiller and i on the outside of your fence you just don't want to do that you don't and 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 for that was another thing that they said in the video for them to um think that um I'm, I, I don't work hard. I don't do research. I don't, um, uh, I don't say nice things about the community. I mean, you can see the 400 or 500 videos I've made in the last year. I did, that's more content than they've made in, in their entire career combined. And, um, and, I, and I, I think everyone knows that I do massive research on all my guests, like absurd amounts. And, um, and, and the quality, I, I would put up any interview that I've done with Pick your athlete, Pat Vellner, against any interview they've done with Pat Vellner. So the, the whole thing is absurd, but yet CrossFit tries to keep those guys on the inside and us on the outside. Would I go back inside the fence? Maybe. I mean, I mean, I would, I would never say no to anything, but I'm living a really good life. And, and I see what happened to them. You know, they did. That does not look fun what they're having to do. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and this is another thing, and I'll talk about this tonight with Hiller too, but you have to remember that, um, that we, I, I didn't start this, um, basically what happened is when, when the New York times and people were coming out and going out of their way to try to cancel Greg and saying, making all of these ambiguous statements with no specifics. And that's exactly what Tommy and Shawnee did on the video. Like when you just say stuff that's ambiguous, like it's vicious and it's it, and it's um it's internet bullying. It would be like if I said to someone, um, "Hey, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to tell anyone about what you did when you were in Vegas, especially your wife." Like, what if I were to say that about to uh, one of these guys on on here, Eric? Hey, Eric, uh, don't worry. And all of a sudden, all of you are like, "Oh shit, what did Eric do in Vegas? And why isn't Sevon going to tell his wife?" Like that kind of ambiguous reporting. That's just fucking internet bullying. That's just trolling. That's just all. That's the whole woke bullshit. That's because you're you're not free to say what you really want to say, and because there's no substance in what you're saying, and so you just have to make hollow threats and ambiguous shit. And that was their whole thing. I mean, the the I'll give you it, the most ridiculous thing that was said in there was. Um, Tommy didn't want to ask the hard questions because he wanted to see if other people would ask the hard questions. Uh, I was just, when he said that, I was just picturing him and his, uh, his girlfriend in bed together. They probably haven't had sex in 10 years because he's just waiting to see if she'll make the first move. I mean, I'm just like, come on. You didn't ask the hard questions because you want to see if someone else wanted to ask the hard, like, shut does, does anyone fall for that? So, um, this all started when, when, when the first cancellation, uh, happened, the first cancellation, Tommy and Shawnee made a video attacking Dave and they spent a couple minutes attacking me and it was Sean and it was, I think it was, uh, yeah, they both attacked me, but the irony was, is the shit that, and the irony is, is that, um, Tommy and Shawnee were saying that Sean doesn't do any attacking. He's above all that, but really it was that they who started it. And it was specifically Sean that said something that made me go, okay, fuck it. I'm going to come 
full tilt at these goofballs. And what he said was, um, they were they were saying that when I did the CrossFit podcast that they wish they would have stood up against me or stood up and said something that it was inappropriate. Well, if you go back and watch the podcast that I had Shawnee on, and all you have to do is watch the first 20 seconds, you can see that it's a lie. Like he comes in there and just says oh, some shit like, go, go watch it. But it's something I'm paraphrasing like, oh my God, I've always wanted to be on this podcast. I can't believe I'm in here. Thank you for inviting me. You guys have the most fun of anyone at HQ. I was expecting there to be hooker and blows in here. Meanwhile, we have Kara Hipskin in there who's a female who he, he, he's, he's presenting himself like he would never say anything like that um, in front of a woman. And someone wrote in the comments, hey, whether you like Sevon or not, there's not an insincere bone in his body. And, and, and they and they just go i don't they go on to just destroy sean and 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 that's what it like they started it they started it again now with the hiller thing i'm sure they're gonna say i'm sure they're gonna say ridiculous shit like well we didn't know anyone would see it it was behind our patreon i mean it's just absurd oh so people can only hear you talk shit about me and hiller and greg if they pay five bucks i mean like oh it's so embarrassing it's it, it, it speaks it speaks volumes of the of, of what's going on over there at HQ though. So um hopefully it'll be fun. Hopefully it'll be funny tonight. I want it to be fun. I want it to be lighthearted. I want it to be funny. I want uh um to to for those guys to be able to get past this. Um I don't I don't think there was any ever any beef between me and those guys when we when we worked at HQ together. <laughs> Especially Sean. Uh, should we invite um, Tommy on the show tonight? So, oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Hey, did part two come out? Did part two come out? I really want to watch uh, part two. People fabricate lies about you when there isn't any dirt for them to dig up. Yeah, I mean, the ad hominem thing is real. It, it, it's worse than it's worse than making stuff up. It's just being ambiguous. I mean, the 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 when you when you're ambiguous like that, that's just all that is. Oh, oh my mustache is getting killer. All it is is just. Uh, oh, part two is out. Oh shit! How is it? Wait, man, the comments were fucking crazy over there. I'm going to Hiller, Hiller Fit, right? Hiller Fit. How catchy is his opening music? When I see stuff like that. It kind of makes me jealous. Like, oh shit, I wish I would have had like music in my. Uh... Hand care for fitness. Nope, that's not the video I want. Oh, part two. Oh shit. Oh my goodness, these are getting a lot of views. Oh my goodness. Holy cow, 286 comments. Oh man. It's not nice. Uh, <laughs> it's PE for adults. It's really not that serious. Chill. <laughs> That's a good comment by Steve Cooper. Uh, 
yeah, this is this is not nice towards Tommy and um Sean. Man. Mm. Uh maybe I should just do a show of just reading these. Holy shit, this is brutal. This is a fucking beatdown. Yeah, I'm gonna watch part two now too. Also, Melissa. Let me see. Uh I'm gonna watch it now too. Let's see. Let's do. Let's let's uh, let's. We, we, you want you guys want to watch a little bit together? Let's see. Um, let's see, watch a little bit together. Let's see, bam, bam. Okay, let's watch a little bit together. Uh oh, hold on to your seats. Here's part two. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I always like the little preview in the beginning here. It goes back to the whole thing about the quarterfinal stuff. If you're going to complain, you're going to bring up issues, and then you have a chance to ask the questions and get the answers, and you A, don't do it, or B, do it and get the answers, and then you say that answer isn't good enough, then I don't know what, then you're not, you're not media. You're a provocateur who's just looking to stir the shit. Pardon mm-hmm. my provocateur <laughs> is a great word for that. Here we go again, using the words, you're a provocateur. And I guess they, they're trying to say that they gave me an answer. That I- oh, wait, can you guys not hear it? Can you guys not hear it? Put it on already. Shit. Can you guys not hear it? All right. Fuck you guys. Watch it yourself. Go over to Hiller Fit and let's watch part two. And um, uh, check out the complaint counter at the top. <laughs> um, uh. Oh, congratulations, Travis, on the shirt sales. I got a note about that. That's that's crazy, too. Okay, um, I will see you guys tonight at 7 o'clock um, with uh, Mr. Um, Andrew Hiller, um, who is uh, coming on the show. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.